this is Andy Frisella, and you're listening to the show for the realist. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society, and welcome to motherfucking reality. Today is our special Easter episode, and we are recording this episode on Friday, April 10th. And April 10th is an important day because it happens to be Sal's birthday. Happy birthday. I mean, I appreciate that. Happy birthday to myself. They decided to shut the stock market down in honor of me. National <sighs> holiday. Not bad. Good Friday. Not what, they shut it day. down today? Yeah. What for? It's Good Friday, so they shut it down. Oh, really? Yeah. The non-trading mm. day. And I was, fear of it. I was fearful of it, too. Yeah? <laughs> Sell off Friday, man. Hey. Best uh, week ever in the stock market. So uh, let's get right into it. You know, we want to provide you guys with some... Uh, some listening pleasure for your Easter because most of you people are going to be alone on your Easter. Uh, you're going to be quarantined in your house and you're not going to be doing the normal stuff. So what we thought we would do is give you something to entertain you for at least an hour or so and talk about some things. Um, the first thing I think I'd like to get into is how does it feel to be old as fuck? I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> I was, um, it's interesting because, you know, like you get, the older you get, the more perspective you get. And it's funny because you have like these self-reflections where, you know, I go into these deep states of, it's like guilty slash gratitude, you know? So like this morning I'm in the gym and I'm walking on a treadmill, you know, by myself and I'm just, you know, watching TV and listen or, and listen to some music. And I, you know, I always think like, why me? You know, like, why did I get chosen to do this, live this life? And then, then you go into this, then I go into this really place of gratitude where it's like, I don't know why me, I don't know for what, how, what reason, but I'm really glad. And so it makes me really think that, you know what, I've had an unbelievable 39 years. I mean, dude, I've from college, from high school to college, to professional sports, to business, to where we're at now. And you, you think about how awesome of a ride it's been. And then you think, shit, I'm only 39. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking opportunity. I mean, just think if we just go to 60, like what is possible and what is capable? And then you start really thinking, oh, man, I'm so I'm thankful on one end, like to the extreme and the opportunity to live j just another series of unbelievable lives is right in front of you, you know? And so then, I, so I have an unbelievable amount of gratitude uh, on today. Of course, I get in, you know, a, a lot of text messages. I've had, I've had quite a few DMs as, as uh, you understand. And, you know, it just makes you feel good, and, and I definitely feel old. I mean, I have a fucking patch of gray hairs that I never had before, and they're coming in on the sides, and, you know. That maybe, ear hair is starting to grow. Ear hair. That nose fucking nose hair. hair is starting to take uh, over. Man, I got a nose trimmer. You're, yeah, You got dude. one? You Fuck got yeah, I got hey. a nose trimmer, bro. <laughs> I don't even travel without that motherfucker. This shit sprouts in so quick. Explain this to me. That's my how? dude. My nose hair grows like motherfucking like grass in April. How is that? Like I eyes and ear hair and nose hair. I mean, dude, like you'll fucking trim them. You look at it the next day. You're like, I could braid that motherfucker, bro. That's my unibrow. Is it? Yeah, yeah dude. every day. I don't know what that's about either, but I don't like it. I, but I think that's I good. If you could for laser your nose out. You know, <laughs> it like you, you want to yeah. leave it all natural because it like filters the shit out. You yeah. know. Man, I don't know. I mean, I think if I let it grow, I would. I would. I would fucking have like, you know, like fucking dreadlocks coming out of my nose dude I, I, like three times this week in cardio this is not related 
But I've literally thought about using our fucking protocol <laughs> like three times <laughs> this fucking week. Like, dude, I don't know what it is, Shirt, man. But when I socks, when I get to the fucking peak of being as far away from my house as I'm going to be on my outdoor workout, that's when all of a sudden I have to shit. <laughs> like, real bad. Like, I've got to stop and, like, hold still. Is that why you were limping on the way back? Fucking right, bro. <laughs> got it. Yesterday, I know, too. Like, seriously, I saw it. Yesterday, too. Yeah. Dude, I had to stop and, like, do the thing where you, like, suck it up in there. Like oh, with yeah. your, You guys know what I'm talking about. You got to stand still. If you fucking move, you're going to shit your pants. I'm convinced. I told fucking Emily yesterday, because I, I got my little bag, you know, that I carry yeah. every day. Yeah. If you guys don't, you guys probably never seen it, but I, got, I carry around like a, like a, what do they call it? Duffel bag. Duffel like bag. a duffel bag, gym bag, and that's like my man purse, okay? I got everything I need in there. I've got- Merch. my. That's right. I've got my gun in there. I've got my wallet in there. I've got my, my uh, headphones are in there. I've got like- a jacket in case it's cold. I've got my, you know, I got everything, dude. Like it's like, it's like a, a yeah, it's, it's like a my merch. Bag. It's your boy, boy scout bag. That's right. I got Not everything prepared. I need in there. And wet, wet wipes. Hundred feet of world. Nah, dude. I don't. You know, I don't have the wet wipes in there. But dude, I thought about putting a roll of toilet paper in there for real. <laughs> Just wet wipes. Like bro. the toilet paper Nazis have got me fucking paranoid about this toilet paper shit. Like, dude, I'm legitimately. Like, dude, legitimate. So, so what you guys don't know is DJ is part of my personal security team, and they also have security here. So, like, he's around me all the time. A lot. And, dude, I, I want, uh, like, I thought about yesterday. I'm like, man, I wonder if DJ's got a roll of toilet paper in his truck. Like, you know, when I was coming back off the trail, because yeah. he'll park his truck as I go on the trail, you know, and I go out like a mile, and I come back, and he, so I'm like, man, if he had a roll of toilet, I could like sneak in the woods. And, and fucking just get a couple clean wipes yeah. and get back on the road. That's you know? one of the best things about having kids, though, man, is you got wet wipes in every car, in every bag, yeah, in every see. area of your house because you're used to wiping their nose and their ass and yeah. all that shit. And I'm telling you, man. It's something to think about. All I you, ever had like, a, you ever had to break into your kid's emergency stash of wet wipes? I mean, of course, dude. Oh, what, right. Once you wet wipe your ass, you don't go back. You know, I know what's that. that. What's that saying, DJ? <laughs> once you what? Once you eat ramen noodles or something? No, 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 no. No, it's. I, th- I think it's. Yeah, I think it's. Once you jump off the boat, you can't swim. Is that what it is? is that yeah. right? <laughs> dude, I should tell him that joke from earlier. What's that? Which the, one? The joke from outside. We were talking about outside. I forgot it already, dude. So listen, I'm not saying that all white people die in hot air balloon accidents, but only white people die. <laughs> That's a fucking fact, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm Dude, I'm going to tell dude. you right now, dude. We did that 23andMe, and we got that percentage of black yeah. in us, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I'm, fuck, for, I'm so thankful, dude, because, like, I got rhythm. And I can fuck, <laughs> dude, for real. I got rhythm. Like, I've got- You can I, appreciate good I'm music? Am, yes. I'm immune to all the normal white people nerd right, shit. Right, And And so, like, dude, it's, it's like a, a cloak of immunity. <laughs> like, I'm a white dude, but I don't have all the nerdy shit that comes dude. with the white dude. And it's fucking great. And I can tell you, I know that's true, bro, because you'll never find me in a hot air balloon. No, never. It'll no, never fucking never. happen. Never. And you, you know, like, never. You're not very good in the water either. No, I'm not. <laughs> dude, I'm not. You look and dense, it, dude. Like, you just Bro, ain't. I'm not a good. I'm, I mean, dude, I'm functional. Yeah. But let me tell you something. When I go from the shallow end to the fucking deep end where I got that grotto in my pool, yeah. I use a fucking noodle. Yeah. I, I'm safe. <laughs> dude, I'm going to tell bro, you. Bro, you'll be in that pool with me this summer, dude. Yeah. You'll be on the noodle, too. Hey, I know you hey, will. I guarantee you. Yeah. No, I'm just going to put my feet in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, dude, you know, what's funny is I started doing those triathlons a, a while ago and, and swimming. Like, I, you know, because I was a pretty good athlete growing up, pretty good athlete, you know, played college, played afterwards. And I'm like, well, I'll fucking swim. This ain't fucking going to be that bad. Yeah. 
I get in the pool the first day, literally from that, from, from the fucking beginning to the end is 25 meters. And to do a mile is, you know, it's, I don't know how many meters is a mile. Google that. Dude, I ain't never seen a big dude that's a good swimmer. Oh, no. I ne- like, like, I'm talking like, like uh, you a good swimmer, dude? Nah. No, come bullshit. on, man. Yeah, yeah, no. Joe's, Joe's nah. We got swim. Jelly Joe saying he's a good swimmer here. <laughs> no fucking way. 1,600 meters. 1,600 meters. Okay, so 25 meters. Okay, so I already signed up to do 16. It's 1.2. It's a 1.2 mile swim, so it's more than that. It's like 1,850 to do 1.2. I'm like, oh, I'll sign up and do this. I get in the water the first day. I swim from one end to the other end. And I had to, I was like, holy fuck, dude. I bit off more than I could chew. I was yeah. fucking breathing hard. I was like, holy <laughs> fuck, dude. What did I put my, what did I sign up for? I am fucked. Dude, all I try to do is have, I could be able to swim from where you walk into my pool over to the grotto. Because that's where I like to sit there now, and, dude, the worst and, and do I, my reflections. The worst is when I, when I got my lifeguard certification, you have to tread water for like two minutes. Two. Oh wait, we had to do that when we but got like certified for scuba diving. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember like that. Like head above Sal water, and I got no cer- arms. Sal and I got certified for scuba diving together, and uh, we had to tread water for like ten minutes. Wasn't it like ten or fifteen minutes or something? I think it was thirty. I Did you remember. use your arms though? Yeah, but yeah. you couldn't touch nope. the sides or the bottom. Right, right. Well, a lifeguard, you can't use your arms, just your legs. Was that in case like a shark bites them off? Dude, I have no that's idea. In case you're pulling somebody in, I'm imagine. Yeah, I mean, basically, but oh, it, that it's makes pretty. That, for, it's pretty tough, dude. I'm gonna tell you right now, I've had panic attacks in water. I'm going to tell oh, you right oh, now, it's a scary fucking thing. 100%. Dude, I had a panic attack in the water. Remember where we got certified in the Bonterre Cave? Yeah. yeah. The fucking cave's 400 feet deep. You jump yeah. in the water, and it, you fucking, you're you're on the surface. You look down, it's perfectly clear. You can see the fucking bottom, and you think you're like, it's like being 400 fall. feet in the air. Yeah. You yeah. feel like you're going to fall. It's crazy, dude. Well, I remember, you know what's funny? Is you, you have a panic attack. So I'm out there. This is my first open water swim. I never, it, it was a, a, whatever, it was like an eight-tenths of a mile swim, something like that. And I, I remember it. It's the first time in the open water. It's one of my very first triathlons. And the water's fucking cold, man. And I'm out there, and it's colder than fuck. I wasn't really prepared for that. That's what got me starting to take cold showers. And I wasn't, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I start having a negative Nancy brain mm-hmm. coming in. I'm like, man, it's cold. It's fucking early. Should I be doing this? Fucking horn goes off. I start swimming. And I get it. Dude, I'm, I'm literally 100 feet into this fucking thing. And you're with, you know, you're with 100 people in your category. Guy kicks my goggles off. I fucking rear up. I'm fucking panicking, man. I remember being so scared. I'm like, I'm going to quit. Like, I'm going to go to the sides. And I kept thinking, man, my, my buddies are going to make fun of me so fucking bad. But, dude, the whole swim, I went literally buoy to buoy, 100 feet at a time. And the whole time, every negative thought that could possibly enter your fucking brain was in my brain. And it was building condo complexes and houses. And it was fucking paying rent in <laughs> my was head. Dude. Fucking shop. Dude, they were in there. I was thinking, who's going who's gonna to fucking have sex with my wife? Who's going to raise my kids? Like, I was thinking all this shit that you shouldn't think, man. And I was in the water. And I'm like, I'm going to die. Oh, I'm no, dude, I had, I had a similar experience. You know, DJ went to summer camp growing up. Oh, yeah? And and this camp is it's pretty awesome, right? But they, you know, the whole thing is to take, you know, the inner city kids. Put them out on the campus, out in Eureka, yeah, and you know, get them to to live away from the city for a little bit. About a month long camp, dude, and uh, we would go camping for one week straight down in like by uh, Carbondale. Yeah, um, there's a lake out there called Devil's Kitchen Lake. Oh yeah, I fished it many times. Man made lake, okay, and they just flooded this valley, just flooded it, and so we're canoeing on this lake, and like, oh no, it's fine, you know. So you know, you got 30, 30 or so black kids in canoes, basically. I'm gonna paint the picture for you. And um, they don't tell you that the trees that were in this valley are still there. Are still there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so now you got two overweight black kids in a canoe, and we're paddling on this lake, and the trees are, like, sticking up. I mean, their feet, you can see them. Yeah, yeah. And if you roll your canoe over it, 
you're going to get stuck. Yeah. And so, of course, you know, I get fucking stuck because the back's heavy. And uh, <laughs> we get stuck. And so I'm like, all right, don't freak out. And then the person that's in the front of the canoe starts freaking out. Next thing you know, we're in the water. And I felt something hit my leg. Freaked out. Oh, dude, that's oh, the it was worst. Bad. It was bad. <laughs> that's the worst. Bad. Horrible. Dude, you dude, you want to hear a grown man fucking scream? <laughs> I mean, dude, you put me in a fucking ocean and they have something nip on me? Oh. Oh, my God. Dude, so, <clears throat> Corona. Corona, Corona. Is I'll take it? My, take mine with lime. Yeah. <laughs> dude. You know, when I'm sitting here thinking about, like, I watched this uh, news story today, and I've seen the same thing come up a couple days in a row uh, of the the Los Angeles mayor putting in a reward system for fucking snitching on people. Did you see that? I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, dude. They set up a hotline where you could snitch on people for violating the uh, stay-at-home order, okay? And they get paid, right? Like, what do you think of that, dude? I think, uh, well, I think it's a, it is a testament to our bitch ass society. If I'm being honest, I think it is too. I think, um, you know, if I'm a, I'm a, I mean, listen, I, I've, I've had to yell at my dad. I've had to yell at our guys. I've had to address like if, if but you're going to address the situation, like, dude, and you know somebody's doing it, then fucking call them out. No shit, paying people to fucking snitch, like, dude, do you, do you guys? understand that that's what used to happen in nazi germany that's exactly what happened that's what happened like dude i'm start like watching this whole scenario unfold you know we we we've been tolerating the story uh, uh, that the media has done a very shitty job of portraying to be completely honest and we've been tolerating it right like we've been like okay well whatever they say we'll fucking we're, we're gonna wait a couple weeks we're fine with that we'll do that and we're all doing it you know what i mean and let's look at what's happening now. You know, the death toll was supposed to be millions. Then it was supposed to be 2 million. Then it was supposed to be 1 million. Then it was supposed to be 600. Then it was supposed to be not 200. Now, yesterday they came out and they said 60,000. Okay. Well, in 1718, we lost more than that from the fucking flu. But yet we're still shut the fuck down. And nobody's asking why. Why are we still shut down? Why are we still living the way that we, we lived whenever the, the, the fear was that we were going to lose millions of people? Nobody's even asking the question. And if you ask the question, you're some sort of social asshole because you don't care about people who are sick. That's fucking absurd. And, dude, I'm, I'm going to be real. And not pe people aren't going to like this. But, dude, I always struggle with how the fuck Hitler was able to do with what he does. If you listen to my podcast... For the last five years, I've brought this up a number of times. People ask me, if I could have a conversation with someone living or dead, I always answer Hitler. And the reason I answer Hitler, you know, especially whenever, you know, when I say that, people are always like, oh my And goodness. you can hear the air get sucked out of the room. Like, because I, I said it in front of thousands of people. And dude, people get mad when you say that. Like, dude, why Hitler? Why not Jesus? Well, because I want to know how he was able to fucking do what he did because if you could understand how he knew how to do what he did, and then you did it with good intentions, what could be accomplished, right? You can't discount the guy's leadership ability. Charisma. He's one of the greatest leaders that ever lived, even though I'm talking about not greatest from a moral standpoint. I'm talking about most effective leaders. He got people to do some fucking crazy shit.
And I was always thinking like, damn, dude, that's, I wonder how he did that. But now I realize after seeing this, it wasn't that hard. And that's, that's fucking scary. Because, dude, I'm going to promise you right now, if we said, hey, guys, we're going to shut the country down for the next seven days, and these Greyhound buses are going to come around, they're going to pick you up, and they're going to take you to a shower, and this shower is going to make you immune for the coronavirus, how many motherfuckers do you think would do it? How many do you think would do it? I think a lot. I think a lot of people. I mean, I don't think people listening to this show would do it, but I think the fucking, I think there's a huge part of the population that would just do it. And if it's that simple, like then it makes sense. And maybe he wasn't an effective, the effective leader that, that I really thought. You know, what he really did was control the narrative, which is happening in America. What he, he controlled the fucking narrative and he put out the information he wanted people to hear. He rewarded people for telling on people. And he promised them a fucking solution and killed a fucking 11 million motherfuckers. I think we're in a... Dude. That's scary to think of. Man. I know. Oh, I mean, literally, and anybody, I'm, I'm and, and processing dude, this in my brain. No, but, thinking, the, but I'm saying liberals and the fucking far left, they'll call you crazy for even bringing that up. But you know what? How the fuck do you think it happened? It fucking happened. And it was 70 years ago. It wasn't like it was 200 years ago. Yeah. Well, that was within our dad's lifetime that happened. Well, Sal, like, think about that. Within our dad's lifetime, 11 million motherfucking people were killed by using the same methods that are being used right now. Total manipulation, control, fear, division. Hate. Hate. You got to put hate in well, there. And I, dude, you know, Americans that are watching this unfold, it doesn't matter what you believe. This is not a political conversation. This is a system conversation. And it doesn't matter if you are far left or far right or anywhere in between, which encompasses all of us. That's dangerous. That's a fucking dangerous thing. And, dude, this country needs to wake up and start understanding that, like, dude, we can't just take what they tell us. You know, I see a lot of the mainstream media destroying social media right now and attacking social media. But the truth is, if it wasn't for social media, what would we think was going on right now? We'd have no way to know. We would think the world was fucking ending. Which some people do. I, I get that. But what I'm saying is... If we did not have social media and they were putting out the messages that they are, we would have riots. We would have fucking crime. We would have, dude, I was driving home the other day and I saw a fucking gas station get held up. Okay. Not, I didn't see it happen, but we walked up and there's fucking police report. There's police. Dude, people are already desperate. What would happen if we didn't have real motherfuckers on the street saying, Hey, uh, you know, that are doing the right thing, right? Like, there's a number of doctors that are coming from New York, and half of them are saying, holy shit, it's a war zone, everybody's dying, I've never seen anything like it, because they get their 15 minutes of attention, and they're credible, and that's their ego, okay? And then we have, and by the way, I had to set one straight yesterday, or two days ago, when I did my Instagram live, I had one of my friends who's a doctor up in New York hit me up and say, you're wrong. Every hospital in New York is overrun. They're stacking bodies in freezer trucks, blah, blah, blah. I said, you're lying. And I know you're lying because I know people in the government there. And I know people who are on the fucking front lines there. And I've talked to them every fucking day for the last 30 fucking days myself. Okay. And I called them out on it. And I said, now I'm not mad at you for doing that. But what you're doing is you are allowing your emotional state 
to get the best of you, and you don't realize that people take what you say because you're a doctor those to three, heart. Those letters in, they in take front it of your serious, name. Yeah. and it causes fear, panic, hysteria, anxiety, uncertainty, and ultimately all negative shit because you're not controlling your emotions. And dude, you know how like the bubbles, oh yeah, the text? <laughs> yeah, like, the bubbles went on for like thirty minutes, and then and I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna get in this big argument with one of my friends, and then. He texts me back. He's like, you know what? You're right. It's a few hospitals. It's not all the hospitals. I typed that before I, before I had a chance to really think about what I was saying. And, dude, I fucking respect him for that. Well, that's a big thing. Check your ego. I get it. That's a, that's a, that's a grown-ass thing to do. I get it. But you know what the truth is, Sal? We, the, all of this that's going on right now, a lot of it has to do with fucking ego. No, I, I would, I, I mean, ego's the enemy, No, right? but I'm saying, well, it's also a friend when you need it. Right. But the point is... All of these things that we see going on right now have really, what they really are is people arguing for the information to support what they want to happen. That's right. Instead of, I'm right. Yeah. I'm right. I'm right. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so, and because, and dude, because this is an election year and because so many people are, you know, Trump's a polarizing dude, right? Yeah. The, you the either hatred. really fucking like him or you really don't like him. Yeah. And. The people that don't like them, it's, dude, it's fucking absurd to watch right now. Like, it's almost like they want it to keep going. And I believe, I personally, my personal opinion is, a lot of them do. Well, I, I, I so switch the gears to the- And I know that sounds crazy, bro. Not really. Like, that sounds crazy, right? It sounds crazy to say that there are Americans that are in this country that want people to fucking, want this to last so that Trump doesn't get reelected. Does that not sound crazy to you? No, I'm saying I, no. It, but, it doesn't to me. No, I, I know. But what I'm saying is, if you think about yourself as an American, and you think about all the people as Americans, and you think about what we we're all we all have in common, we're fucking Americans. And the fact that we have a percentage of America wishing harm on the fucking economy and people in this country, so that their person that they hate doesn't get reelected, is fucking fucked up. I, hey man, I agree. That's I mean we're all in this together. That's the understanding. And I, but I I do think I and you're starting to see it. There's more cars in the streets. But you're dude, start- you notice how? Do you notice how now they're backtracking all this shit? Fuck yeah. Wait, the people who fuck. First of all, motherfuckers, you listening? I'm talking to everybody. You all know what I said five six weeks ago. I called this exactly how it's playing out. Exactly, and I caught so much fucking heat for being greedy, being. A business guy that doesn't care about people. Motherfucker, I care more about people than you will ever comprehend. Period. I care about this country more than you will ever comprehend. Period. Okay? I'm thinking of it as a whole. And the fucking implications of the economic damage here are right now, today, on Friday, they have reduced the deaths to to what a normal pandemic would really be for us or a normal flu season. That number is going to continue to go down. Because they're padding that shit too. Right. Which fucking Fauci and Burks fucking announced on TV and nobody said shit about. Well, you're starting to hear a little bit about it. You know what I mean? But, they're, I, but they're backtracking. They're backtracking because they got caught. They're backtracking now. And now people, and you know, all the people, they're still saying shit like this. Well, fucking, this would have never happened if Trump blah, blah. You're fucking full of shit. The motherfucker did everything that he could have done. And if you're sitting there, if you're sitting there, fucking blaming him for what's going on right now you are the problem in this country you're an asshole yeah you are that was my post the other day but sal 
That's because their fucking ego won't allow them to separate their personal feelings from reality. Yeah. And because they can't separate their personal distaste for this man, okay, they would fucking wish harm on this country? Well, that's why we got That's fucking absurd. We got to identify the hole drillers and get them fuck out of the boat. Dude, <laughs> he, he's going to do it too. Well, no, and I think I think that's Dude, listen, we got to flip flip on the positive side. Let's take all the negative. I mean, those people I believe in karma. The karma train's going to roll. They're going to get theirs. And I hope they do, and I hope that the people you really think deeply about looking at who is treating you as a pawn. And I know we covered this the other day, but you got to really fucking think like, okay, who, who am I going to vote for? And why am I going to vote for somebody who would want to jeopardize or put me in this situation? This is not a right wing show. No, no. This is a central viewed fucking realist show. Listen, I'm the first person to say Trump, like he, his Twitter, he's a fucking asshole. Let me tell you, I, listen, I get it because dude, I got a big mouth too, right? Yeah. Like, so I get it. But I'm going to tell you right now, if I was fucking president, I would have a little more discretion about the fucking way that I do shit. And I know all you right wing friends of mine, you know, you guys think that shit's funny and we all laugh about it and shit, right? But you got to look at it from the other side of you, right? right? Like, let's say, let's just say, for example, like, you know, all the people who loved Obama, they fucking loved Obama. People loved Obama. I did not love Obama. Okay. I'm just going to say that straight up. His fucking his his economic policy is bullshit. His nothing about any of his programs was fucking good. Nothing, not one thing. The only thing that was good about Obama is he's a great fucking speaker. He was and good. I actually liked listening to him speak. The, even now, I like listening to him speak because I'm a fucking speaker myself, yeah. and I'm like, damn, dude, this guy's got it. He's slick. So I admire that. But like his programs and his policies and all this shit is all fucking total bullshit and un-American shit too. And so, <clears throat> you know. I have a hard time saying, like, I have a hard time coming up with anything that I appreciate about his presidency that I think he did a good job on. I really, I mean, the only other, the only thing that I could say positive is I think that it was cool to have a black president and to have black people represented at the highest level. I thought that was fucking cool. Okay. I can respect that. Um, I, but you know, that's just my personal feelings, but I can tell you this. If Trump was on the fucking Twitter doing what, if Obama was on Twitter doing what Trump does, I would have fucking vocally hated him so fucking oh, bad. Oh, yeah, I get it. I know. So you got it. So he brings it on himself by not being of course. the way, uh, he's not conducting himself the way a president typically does. And I, I, I on like one a politician hand, is. I mean, he's not a politician. Bro, a on one hand, I respect it because, dude, I'm the same way. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't conduct myself like a fucking CEO. I don't. But I'm still a great CEO. That's the fucking That's facts truth. of the matter. Like, dude, I'm, I'm not... You guys say, oh, well, you think highly of yourself. No, the fucking evidence shows that. If I was shitty, the evidence would show that too. But it doesn't. So I respect that about him, that he's true to himself. But if I were president, I would be a little more considerate of the people that maybe didn't like me and try to like, hey, guys, uh, I'm not the fucking Antichrist that you think. Right. You know, I act... Like, dude, that would be... I think... That would be a criticism that he sh he could take and improve, and I think he, I actually see him doing that now. Well, you see, you're, you're seeing, you're seeing totally compassion agree. come out of him. Yeah. Like you've yeah. never seen before. But maybe that's the trick to his sauce. He just got the 51 percent to love him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 dude. Yeah. Look, look, I get it. I'm saying I, I I totally get it. I'm saying now that he's got that, it would be nice to see him be a little bit more. 
just cautious about his image. I I think so because I think he's I think he's doing such a good job, and I think a lot of people hate him right. because of that. And they're not allowing to and see the that's right. Side. And yeah. so I think there needs to be a give on both sides, right? Like the people who are fucking hating on him. Hey, stop and ask yourself: Do you really hate him, or do you think he's doing a good job? And secondly, the you know him, he need they kind of need to meet in the middle. For, for well, sure. his approval rating's sure. going up. Yeah, so, but, I mean, I think you guys follow what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, dude, look. Give and take. Like, look, my personal opinion, I think the dude's pretty fucking funny. And, like, he, he says some funny shit that I would fucking say. Yeah. But I don't know that I would still be saying that same shit if I was president. And I really think that's what most people's gripe is. When I talk to my liberal friends who are like, I'm only voting Democrat no matter what, which, dude, I'm not like that. I, I, I'm picking the candidate on the fucking, on his programs. Really, on his, for me, it's on his economic programs. That's it. Okay, I'm a business guy. I care about business. I have massive responsibility to all the people that work in all the companies. And so that matters to me a whole lot for a lot of reasons. So I, I vote on that. But I think that if I think if we could just see him make a little bit make people a little bit more at ease on that side, not pacify them or fucking bend his policies or anything, but like just like let him know, like, hey, uh, I care about you guys too. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the devil. That's right. And I love, dude, I love I love his passion for America, dude. Like, I feel like we have, like, I feel like he's a real fucking American. Well, let's talk about, because that, that, that was my point. I think you're, you're starting, and I saw this, this headline, you know, Kansas, the great state of Kansas, is they're allowing churches to open for Easter Sunday. And it looks, I look at that and I think, dude, that's faith before fear. That's a fucking big deal, man. Bro. That's a big thought process. Bro. You know what I fucking saw? Dude, I'll tell you what, dude. This is going to come off the wrong way to a lot of people. Um, <laughs> DJ, you saw the fence they put up down there today? <laughs> or yesterday? It was cut. Did yeah. you it notice cut. it today? It was yeah, cut. it was awesome. Yeah. Somebody went down and fucking cut it. Yeah. And, cut it, and dude, yeah. we have... So I want to explain to you guys this scenario. We have this trail here called the Katy Trail, which is a very famous trail. I think it, it goes all over Missouri, right? Yeah, and, and our portion's called Grant's Trail. Yeah, Grant's Trail. But it goes into the Katy. I think it leads into yeah. the Katy. Yeah. Anyway... It's this big fucking network of like park trails all through the state of Missouri. And uh, it's really one of the coolest. It's a really cool asset that Missouri has. Uh, a lot of people think Missouri is just a bunch of cows. It's actually a really cool place to live. Um, <clears throat> I fucking love it. Dude, people are like, why do you live there? I'm like, because it's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's beautiful. Like, there, it's, we got all four seasons. Yeah, man. In there. one week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. It's not, It's you know, a million dollar house don't get you 1,700 square feet. Right. You know, it's fucking, it's a nice place to live. And uh, people, you know what I love about Missouri too, dude? I explained this to fucking, I was talking to Hani on the phone the other day. Hani's my buddy. He lives in California. Um, he goes, uh. We were talking and I'm and, you know, I've been very vocal about, uh, you know, my views about what's playing out. And by the way, I've been 100 percent right. Just going to keep saying that <laughs> I'm going to fucking remind everybody yeah. of that till the day I fucking die. And you know why? Because of how much heat I took when I posted it. Right. Everybody was saying, dude, oh, that's bullshit. People are fucking. Dying. This is serious. This is. Uh yeah, I know it's serious, motherfuckers. But so is shutting down the fucking economy. And what do you think now that we're 40 fucking days into it and people aren't having jobs, they're fucking freaking out, we got 16 million motherfuckers on unemployment, exactly like I said we would have, okay? Fuck, dude, I'm going to remind you till we're dead. That's the facts. But I forgot what I was saying. Oh, I was talking to Honey, and Honey was like, you know, dude, like, uh, we were talking, and he's like, man, he's like, you really don't believe anything. And I'm like, no, bro, you know what they call fucking Missouri? 
They call it the show me state. That means you better fucking prove it to me. And that's what I love about everybody here. Nobody here takes any fucking bullshit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the people of St. Louis and like even all over Missouri, because I've lived in a couple different places in Missouri. The people here, they do not take any shit from anybody. Like all my friends in California, when I go out there, they're like, fuck, dude. Like, you just say it how I'm like, man, if you go where I'm at, it's fucking everybody's like me. I'm I'm like, I'm like <laughs> the normal being nice. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. Well, and I think there's a lot of sense too. you know, there's a lot of St. Louis pride and that, that's a huge thing. I, I fucking I, love St. Louis. I dude. heard a story today from one of my buddies, Tim, Tim, the wood guy, Tim Schultz. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was telling me how he was in his first form shirt checking out at Menards. And uh, that's the most Missourian thing to do. I know. And he said there, sure was, is. there was like a 65 year old lady behind behind the uh, the counter, and she's like first form, and he's like yeah, he's like she's and, and Tim's like it's parent the lady doesn't work out she has nothing you know like she's not into the fitness scene, she's like I don't know those guys but I know they're good for St Louis and I love everything that they do for the community and, and no way yeah Tim's Dude, awesome. awesome, this morning and, and it's that's what I love about St Louis because St Louis pride. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we're protecting each other. We're in the same boat. Dude, this is the. You this know is what? I noticed that. Like, uh, I noticed that when I go other places too. Like, I noticed the lack of it. Of course. Like, dude, when you like, because we both get to travel around a lot of different places. I don't think I've ever been a place in the United States where they have that pride. Well, I don't know. Like Pittsburgh has it. New Orleans. New Orleans has it. Well, I'll tell you, a this. couple cities have it. New York has it. New York City. Perfect. But like, the, we, the we have one of those. We have one of those cultures here. Oh, for yeah. sure. Well, they happen. You know, they always all the professional baseball players they all end up living here. They, they meet, fucking stay because it's stay. awesome, and, and they meet St. Louis women, and they won't yeah. leave. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's one of those places. We got some nice women here. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, I, dude, I think the faith before fear thing is a, it's a huge sign for America because it's showing them like you know what, I'm willing to fucking do. I'm willing. I'm willing to fucking play my cards for faith. I'm gonna believe in God is where I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna go fucking do me. Dude, like, what else can you do? I'm with you. Like, I think Easter Sunday, like, I'm going to do an Easter egg hunt. I'm gonna uh, tri- by the way, Sal, I'm just going to say this. On Sunday, you're going to have Trump come out. Today, you're listening to this, and I'm going to say this. And I could be wrong, and you guys could all laugh at me. I don't give a fuck. I will bet that he comes out on Sunday and announces the fucking whatever he's going to announce about reopening the economy. Whether it's fucking we open it on Monday, tomorrow, or we're opening it whenever we're, I think Sunday is going to be the day we're going to fucking know. It's going to be a pivot point. Yeah, I, mean, I just see it happening, dude. But that's a, I mean, <clears throat> you got to look like we're, we're, we need to really deal in the, in the reality of the situation. Like we're giving up family time. And I can tell you, bro, man, from people, having kids, Sal, pe- America's tired of this shit. Dude. I'm with you. I yeah. could I even fuck, go, I'm tired of it. Dude, yeah. I could even go to my girl's OB appointment. Like my first child. Like, yeah, that's fucking, dude. I, I, it's affecting a lot of stuff. Yeah. And that's offside. That's not even in a hospital, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, you know, like, it's one of those things that, hey, man, like, I'm, and I'm down. Like, I get it. Dude, like, as much as I, I will say this, though, bro. Like, as much as I am pissed off, like, because I am, dude, I'm fucking pissed. I'm pissed at the system. I'm failing us the, right now. People are take, taking my frustration as I'm trying to make it political. No, I'm not. I'm calling it as I see it. When Trump fucks up, I say Trump fucks up. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now where I think Trump's fucked up. Maybe. Quit fucking letting Fauci make all the fucking calls on his own. Set up a fucking panel. Put 10 motherfucking Fauci's together. But what I think he's actually doing, and this is my opinion. People are going to argue with me. I don't give a fuck. Y'all have opinions. So do I. I think he is legitimately letting this all play out so it shows as a fucking the bullshit that it is. 
And then he's going to do what he said. He's going to say, well, I did everything I'm supposed to do as president. I listened to the experts. I listened to the statistics. I thought they all fucked this up. And then they're going to get hung out to dry. Why do you himself? think Bernie Sanders backed out? Because he knows he can't win. Because he knows he knows that he that Donald Trump is doing exactly the fuck. He's running the fucking play, and he's doing a phenomenal job bro, doing it. And bro, he understands that he's fucked. Did you see that ad that fucking Trump put out about fucking Biden? Did you fucking see it? Holy shit, dude! Pull that motherfucker and watch it. Well, but you know, let's talk about being tired because it's like, hey, man, at some point in time, I can tell you right now. My my actually my work life the stress like because we're still working the dude work- what is this I know what you're getting ready to say what what is it why is it so much less stressful right now dude I don't know my work my work life is like insanely easy I know and I'm making all my calls on Zoom I'm really proud of our team and I I've connected with our customers dude we I think that speaks to our team dude I, I'm with you and yeah I, and I've had like this this at ease piece and I'm gonna tell you right now when I go home. Dude, my kids are fucking pent up. I can't, they can't see their grandparents and they can't go play how they used to play and they're not going to school. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm thinking, what the fuck am I doing to my kids? What am I doing? My dad, dad called me this morning. He's like, dude, I, I, listen, I'm, I'm willing. I don't care anymore. Like, I want to see the kids. Like, I want to be yeah. around it. And it's like, you know what? I'm, I'm choking my family out right now. No, no, no. I get off it. of bad information. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? And That's I'm looking, not, dude, you have Fauci on yesterday saying, well, yeah, um, I think we had the, you know, this is definitely starting. I think it's going to be around 60,000. Dude, that motherfucker's going to be at 30,000. And, dude, that's with the fucking extra padding they're doing. to Because, fu- dude, what you're going to see now is all these scientists co- try to cover their fucking fuck-ups. Bro, I don't give a fuck. This, these people who fucked up that model and who fucked... Because, dude, they didn't fuck it up. They lied. They lied to get something to happen, which was they wanted the economy to fucking tank so that... Trump could not have a platform to stand on for the election coming up, period. That's it. And if you think it's about anything else than that, you're, you're completely fucked up. This is exactly what it was supposed to be. And, dude, what's happening now is it's blowing up in their fucking faces because they overdid the fear. They overdid the fear. So nobody's going to trust them ever again. Well, but, I mean, even, but look at this. Like, and this is, this is the part of stress that I'm talking about. Like, my wife lost her job. You know, so my yeah. house is a little tighter. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now she's got to teach my kids. Well, she's not a teacher. My kids, you know, they don't have any outside fucking way to express their energy. So can't go out, you know, cold day, hot day. Like, dude, and it's compounding on top of itself, okay? Me personally, like, and I'm a mentally strong person. Like, it's yeah. one of my best skills is like, you put me in fucking, and you put me in the hottest motherfucking fire. I'm calm, cool, collected. I'm drinking more than I ever have. I'm stressed out about all this shit. How... How's the rest of the fuck? So when we start talking about health, like, how's the mental health picture of the U.S. Dude, on dude, hold? Dude, people are gonna be fucked up for a while. That's my point. You yeah. know, I had a I had a call. Dude, with think my- about people after this, like, going to a baseball game. That ain't fucking happening. First college not happening, dude. Dude, like- I think we need to, like, dude. I'll, I'll be real. I was talking to somebody on the phone this morning. I said this, like, dude, somebody needs to put together a fucking freedom movement right now. That whenever this shit gets lifted, we go out and do normal shit. Because, dude, people are going to be like so scared. Yeah, a new like, Independence Day almost. Yeah, like, dude, people need to fucking... We need to get over that fear that we're going to, like, die. Because they implanted this shit so hard. And, bro, I, I think you po- somebody posted. There was a, there's a motherfucker in Walmart with fucking those noodles, noodles. Yeah. stuck to his head to keep people six feet away from him. Like, bro, people are going fucking insane. 
And we're going to have to make a concerted effort moving out of this to instill the regular life back. This stupid fuck on TV telling people they can never shake hands again, bro, I'm going to tell you right now, that ain't fucking happening. Well, I'm and, a, but, I'm, but what I'm saying is we as Americans need to organize like whenever the shit we're allowed to like, because I'm all about like following precautions, right? But dude, we're past the point of the precautions being what they were because the, the fucking death toll was supposed to be 2 million. Now it's supposed to be 60, which dude, that's going down by the hour. When do we start laxing them? Why? When do we start laxing them? It you should be saying? right now. No, no, that's my point. Like, and I think that's that's the, the Easter Sunday. You know, that I think we start progressing out. But the thing is, is to to Andrew's point, you know, you got to identify the information that's really being played here, and you got to really think, okay, how is this affecting me, both negative, negatively and positively, right? Like, because there are things that I do value in the situation. I've learned what's important in life. I'll tell you right now, my my fucking kids, their school. I've never thought more about fucking how important school is to kids than I do right now. Never. And I'm appreciating those teachers is something that will always and forever fucking do from the, I mean, dude, it's taught me a fucking lesson. I don't see how teachers do what they do. I, it's taught me how, how important grandparents are, you know, like my family to, to the kids so that just for two hours at a time, two hours. So I can send them down to my dad's house and they can have fun. How much my, you know, my mom and dad, I just drive the kids by. And it made me, it's, so from a positive standpoint, it's really put me in check. Like, what's important in life? And fuck, man, I need to be really thankful for that shit. Secondarily, like, okay, what, what's the repercussions of us? I don't want to say following the rules because we're following the motherfucking rules. I want to get that clear. Like, we have not laxed them up here. I have not. I, do, I play my role in society. Listen, I, bro, we know what we're doing. We've done everything fucking right, just as, as if it, it was the most important thing ever. And anybody who fucking wants to challenge that because we question it is a fucking sheep. Yeah. So don't, you don't need to explain it anymore. We fucking did everything right. We did it the first day. Still continue. And we continue to do it. And you know what? If anybody has a problem with that, eat shit. Yeah. Because well, just because we have that. just because we have a fucking opinion about something doesn't mean we're not following the precautions. And, and I, you know, that's the problem with society right now too. Is we have a lot of people just shaming people. For like, if you say one thing, dude, this is all that fucking agenda. It's all part of it, you know. Like, dude, the 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 anti-Trumper population, they have a mob mentality about them, right? And it's if you say something that doesn't go along with our guidelines and what you know, Whoopi Goldberg says on the fucking View or whatever, then you're a fucking piece of shit and you're a capitalist. Bro, I saw fucking- well, what's wrong with being a capitalist? I, nothing. Yeah, well, so my, my um, you know- but my point is, is like, dude, we're seeing like wealth, wealth shaming now, wealth shaming now because people are fucking down. We're gonna shame all the wealthy people. You need to go sell, motherfucker. All your who do you think's gonna bring the jobs back? Who do you think's gonna pr- pr- uh, build the companies to give these fucking people jobs? Well, and I don't like, even- dude, you might want to think about what you say because I'm gonna be real with you. What, what do we do whenever we hire someone new? We go on their social media their and we read their fucking shit. Step one. That's right. <laughs> and so, dude, Literally. I think if you want a job in America, you should probably think about the fuck you say on your social media because guess what? Those wealthy people that you fucking have all this shit to say about, they're the ones that are going to sign your motherfucking checks. Well, and I think, dude, there's a great deal of not. I mean, look at our older brother. What about him? He ain't wealthy. No, he's not. You know what I'm saying? But, like, he's fearful of his fucking job. Yeah, he is. You know what I'm saying? And he wants to go, like, he's fucking, you know, yeah. he wants to stay online and keep his, you know, their their company's doing well. And he wants, you know, like, so there's a, there's a, 
I don't want to say minority. I think there's a lot of people who feel how we feel. And I think it's okay. No, listen. They fucking feel the same way. It's just they don't want to say it because Whoopi Goldberg's got everybody fucking in a frenzy about fucking everything. So here's here's the Whoopi Goldberg is like, I'm not saying Whoopi in general. She's probably a nice lady. I don't fucking know. Maybe not. She's probably not. But what I'm saying is, you guys understand what I'm saying. Like, we have a few of these fucking flag-waving fucking mob leaders that sick the whole fucking mindless zombie crew on anything they don't agree with. Like, when fucking Peloton made a fucking ad that literally, like, encouraged people to get in better shape, then you're a fucking sexist, xenophobic... Like, what the fuck are you talking about? This country has gone fucking insane with this fucking mentality of, like... This mob mentality, it's fucking insane. Well, it's not okay. And you know what, dude? I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, for a while, I try to think. I'm like, well, if I say this, you know, people are going to fucking, you know what? Fuck you. I don't care what you fucking think. You know what I'm saying? I show up here. You show up here. You guys show up here every fucking day, and you do everything that you fucking can to build a great life, not just for you, but for every fucking person around you. And if we say some shit that you think is offensive once in a while, tough shit. I don't like no most of the shit you fucking say. That's the truth. Well, and I mean, you got you got you, but I yeah, no, of course. Yeah. <laughs> just so you, to put this in yeah. context, Andrew keeps pointing at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man. The fuck dude. did I do? <laughs> no, dude, I'm just no, but, sick of it. I feel like we got to walk on eggshells no, no, everything no. we fucking say. Well, but, but, it's, but it's, you bro, do. You and I talk about this all the time. Dude, DJ and I talk about this all the time. We spend fucking 12 hours a day together. He's a fucking black man. I'm a fucking white man. Other than that, we're kind of similar. We're both fucking fat. We're both fucking athletic. We're yeah. both super charming. We both can't swim. Good looking. Neither one of us can swim. <laughs> like, bro, we're fucking. Both about drive like, pickup trucks. We're, right, like right, the, right. we're like the same dude with different color skin. And like, grew up in yeah. totally different areas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the thought process is the same. But dude, we talk about it. Like him and I tell jokes and we fucking joke around with each other. And we're like, man, we couldn't fucking say that joke. We said that joke online. People fucking freak out. Why is that? Dude, Why can't we be friends? Dude, well, it, it, I mean, it's, listen, censorship is real and, and sensitivity is real. But you know what I've learned is, I mean, this is the truth. Like you talk about mentally, being mentally strong is like, this is how I feel. I really don't give a fuck. If you don't like it, that's true, and I, I don't have to be. There's two two ways to handle. It. Like I, I don't. I, it's not that I'm not sensitive or not understanding of your opinion, meaning not you. I know. Meaning whomever's opinion. It's just that don't come at me for mine, and I won't come at you that's for a, yours. That's exactly right. Like, like dude, I'm. I cannot. I, I like black trucks. Just saying. You yeah, like white trucks. That, yeah. Well, you're an asshole. Yeah. Well, why? Because I like a black truck. It doesn't make, dude. That's what I'm saying. People are so fucking sheep now that they can't even fucking delineate. Like, or understand, like, hey, um, we don't have to all say the same exact shit to be friends. Right. And Imagine you know, that. You know what we also don't have to do? We also don't have to look the same. And you know what? Some of you can have a vagina, and some of you can have a wiener, and yeah. we could still be friends. <laughs> and you could decide if you like vaginas or if you like wieners, and guess what? We can still, still be, be friends. friends. Yeah. Like, and, dude, the fact that the fucking humor in society has been washed out by this PC shit. Chappelle's a genius. Dude, it fucks, pisses me off so bad. And, dude, if you want to really point at what's going on, this is PC culture a, fucking with America because a lot of people right now won't speak up because they don't want to be judged as insensitive or immoral or, you know, because, dude, we have two kinds of casualties here. 
Not fucking one. There's people getting sick and dying. That's terrible. Dude, not only are they dying, like our friend's father, he died alone. No family, no fucking people around, no friends, no burial. That's fucking bad, dude. Okay? Imagine dad dying alone in the hospital and us not being able to say anything. I know. I know. that. So that's a reality and it needs to be respected. There's another reality of this. There's people who are losing their livelihoods that they worked 5, 10, 15, 20 fucking years to build, 30 years to build. People who work hard, who come into work every day and do a good job are being told they can't do it. And they're sitting at home depending now on this fucking check to come through, which really ain't going to do shit. You know, dude, we, this shit needs to get turned on and needs to get fucking turned on now. Well, I mean, so practical lesson. And, but I'm saying, but my point here though, bro, before you get into that, is like, dude, we as American people need to stop being fucking so sheepish. All of us. Eyes up. That's right. Like, dude. Head up, eyes open. Yeah, and you know what? It's okay to say how you feel. It's okay. You know what I think is funny, dude? People give me all that heat about body positivity, right? They're like, oh, dude, you fucking hate fat people. No, motherfucker. I used to be fat, and I know how miserable I was. I also knew how healthy I was. I was 350 fucking pounds. And yet every time I say this shit, people are like, well, you just, you're just a, you, you know, that's just because you got in shape now you fucking judge fat people. No, I judged my fat people when I was fat too. I knew what, what it was. It was fucking weakness. It was choice. It was incontrollable urges that I had to conquer mentally. And I had to go through that. And I went through it a bunch of times in my life. And you have too. And so have you. And so, dude, and so have you. Fucking four out of the five motherfuckers in this room have dealt with it. So my point here is, but, you know, I mean, well, Who's dying from this shit now? Fucking fat people. Yeah. That's, I mean, listen, it's a reality, but I, I think the lesson- You know what I'm saying? No, I get like, it, dude. dude. So you, you try to argue that you shouldn't be fat because it fucks your life up in all different kinds of ways, yet if you say that, you're a fucking monster. You're racist, dude. Like, yeah, you're racist <laughs> against fat people. I mean, dude, racist is the fucking- it, dude, I mean, honest, Honestly, racist, and I said this earlier to you, Andy, dude. I think, honestly, the percentage of people who, who are actually, you know- who feel they have a genuine reason to be offended, I think it's really low. Yeah. It's just the fear that, like, that umbrella that goes over. No, it, I think the amount of people that really, like, don't give a shit about what people say is, is huge. Well, you and I talked about this before, that, like, you know, when you're around all, when, when, when like, if you're a black man and you believe a certain way and you're around an entirely group of black people and you say certain things, they fucking, like, oh, yeah. they get mad. Dude. You get what I'm saying? Because there's, but, but dude, it's the same thing. I'm supposed thing. to believe what they believe. That's right. But I mean, that's not just black people. That's every segment of society. We all have our little segments. And dude, if we ever want America to be what America could fucking be, we got to let go of that shit. Have. And we got to be okay talking about our opinions and having discussions with people that are not a confrontation. So, right. so I'll give you an example and, and, and the lesson, because I think it's important that, you know, you're, you're probably, I would imagine that you're, you're listening to the show and it's, Probably got you pissed off. It's got definitely got you thinking, and you know the the lesson is it's it's okay to have a fucking opinion. It is, and I'm gonna tell you like if you want to earn the respect of your peers, voice your opinion, but understand that their opinion might not be the same as yours, and you yeah. can't get fucking pissed off at that. And I'm gonna give you a live example. My wife's boss, okay, yeah, he is an MD. He's a top facial plastic surgeon. He's a great friend of mine. He's a good fucking dude. Yeah, he's a stud. He's a stud. His name's Mike Nyack. He 
is an epidemiology major. Okay, so him and I, last Saturday night or two Saturday nights ago, I'm drunk as a motherfucker on Zoom with him. And I'm asking him, I'm drilling him. And I'm drunk and I'm like, Mike, you got, you're playing president. Like, what do you fucking do? Like, because I'm on the economic side, right? And he's on the medical side. And he went to school with these people who were, you know, all, doing all stuff. He trained half those motherfuckers. All right, dude. Okay. And he is... So a, like he is you, an entrepreneur of entrepreneurs. Yeah, for you guys who are listening, this dude is a fucking boss. He's okay? a great guy. Yeah. And we fucking could not have had more different opinions. So much so that the argument the next morning, because I was drunk, I, I had like a guilty conscience. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you went too hard like on Like I went too hard. <laughs> and you know, I texted, I called him the next day and he's like, Sal, I love it, man. Yeah. He's like, you know, you can't offend me in that sense. He's like, those, those are your beliefs. These are my beliefs. Yeah. Right? He's like, I, you know, who knows who's right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Dude. He's like, hey, I hope... I hope I'm not right. Yeah. You know? And yeah. he's like, and we go back. I mean, his hit and his play, you understand, like his financial business, because they work on the nose and in the face. I mean, he might be out of work for five months, six yeah, right. months, you know? Right. It's digging him hard. And he's got to take his stance. And guess what? I take my fucking stance. And right. guess what? We're it's great okay. fucking friends. Mm-hmm. Everything's We're fine. great fucking friends. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I didn't fucking like a thing that he fucking said. Not a motherfucking thing. And he probably woke up the next day saying, Sal's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. you know what, but I bro? still love him. I don't like the shit most people say. And that's nor, okay. Nor, nor do I really care to hear what they have to say. But you know what? I listen, and I think, and I'm, and if I don't... You know who I pay attention to, dude? I don't, and this is something that I think, if you guys want your opinion to be heard, um, this is how you do it. You know, when you, when you politely... Uh, first of all, if someone says something on their Instagram page... That's not an invitation to fucking argue. Right. If you don't fucking like it, guess what? Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling, Keep scrolling motherfucker. Un- unfollow. Yeah. Shit. Or, right. But, like, dude, these people, they're so attention starved. Like, I get this shit all the time. These people who, like, want to disagree with me just to be the guy who disagrees with Andy. Oh, yeah. Right? And, they're, and they'll, start, they'll start with this fucking statement. No, everyone else just kisses your ass, so I'm going to be the one that tells you the truth. Motherfucker, I tell myself the truth. That's why. <laughs> that's why I am where I am. If you didn't fucking figure it out, but I, that's real. Again, the lesson. You know, you need to get back to to but, understanding that. But what I'm saying, dude, I'm gonna finish that. Yeah, is that if you want people to fucking hear you, say it in a productive way. Say, hey, dude, you know what? I understand your perspective on here, but here's my perspective, and you know, I. You know, maybe just something to think about. Right. Listen, you know, I had to, I have a great. Con- I've got another example of this. So Jason Lee, who we know, yeah. he's a star in Orville, the show yeah. on NBC. I went to high school with him. He went to high school. With Black yeah. guy, right? Yeah. Lives in LA. Yeah. Ultra liberal. Yeah. We got in one of these little battles on Instagram recently. Three, three, no, no, like three or four years ago. I remember that. I fucking called him. You know what I'm saying? Like a grown ass <laughs> man. Hey, let's get on the phone and talk. Hey, man, like you know, and it's it's funny how that works out when you get on the phone, isn't it? Well, and it's an amazing thing, right? Like the the, the whole Instagram thing. It's just a dude. It's keyboard it's, warriors. Yeah, no, well, bro, and he, but he's a great be, guy. Like, no, that's, the reason for that is, the, dude, that's because of what I said a couple weeks ago of the breakdown of communication in fucking society, dude. We used to have two options. You could fucking see. Well, actually, we used to have one option. You could see someone. That's right. Then we went to two options. Now you could send someone a memo or a letter. Then we invented the telephone. And then for a long time, that was all you fucking had, right? Then in the in the 90s, we started to get these other forms of technology. Or the 80s, we had a fax machine, right? You could fax shit. That made it a little faster than the mail. Then uh, we we had we had the invitation or uh, email, uh, you know. Instant messenger. Right, okay. And then we went into... Uh, instant messenger. Then we went into social media. 
Okay. Text, text messaging. Right. Text messaging and all these things. And everything keeps getting shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter to where now you can literally double tap someone's message and it fucking hearts it. And that's your message back. Right. So, dude, if you think about the breakdown of communication, I'm going to tell you where it changed. Where it changed was when fucking Facebook put the fucking likability on people's comments. Because now, instead of having a discussion, it's all about making the comment that is going to get the most support from the fucking mob. So everything's become an argument now instead of a, of a productive conversation. Well, and it's a... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, instead of like you writing a post and saying your beliefs and me saying, yeah, Sal, um, you know, I don't... I don't fucking know if I believe in that. You know, I, I, I get instead of me doing that. Right. Because that ain't going to get nobody to like to comment. W- what I'm going to say is you're a fucking dumbass, stupid motherfucker. <laughs> I can't believe you got as far as you have. You got, fu- you know, yeah. and then that's going to get like the now you got the reaction. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, like, but, dude, that's but, that's but, we're dealing with literal like. Not even high school. It's like grade school type behavior from grown adults. Yeah, but look at the root. I know the root. The root comes back to ego. I know. It's I know fucking it does. understanding like, oh, I'm right or oh, I'm going to prove him wrong so people like my post and it's like it's I, because they tie their validation of a relevant individual to the number of fucking likes they get. I, I spoke too, but I there's also to, there's, there's no consequences with it either, right? Like I can say whatever I want. Uh, there's no real consequences well, yeah, because DJ, I can be on the other side of the state. Ninety nine percent of the shit that's said on the internet would not be repeated to someone's fucking face. No, no absolutely not. Back in the, back in the in the old days when you had to go deliver that message man to man, you didn't do it. Right. No, no, you got your like button for it. Hey, yeah. you know, you know, Jim's a big motherfucker. Yeah, right, right. Hey, Sal, uh, hey, man, can we have a minute to talk? Like, I got something to talk to you about. That's how shit used to be resolved. How it should be. You know why? Because when, if you went the other way and did what these fuckers do online now, you got to fucking your teeth knocked out. And dude, now, dude, there's not, I'm going to argue this and people are going to think I'm fucking crazy. I don't give a shit. There ain't enough ass beatings going around. That's the truth. There's not enough ass beatings. Who would argue that? Because, because, dude, they're going to say, well, Forsella's out there advocating physical violence. You know what? You're fucking right I am. (laughs) Well, like the guy who hit the cop who was arresting the guy for larceny. That guy should get his dick cut off. Who said it with toenail clippers? Me. I'll cut that motherfucker's balls off with toenail clippers. I mean, those are people trying to protect our fucking society. Dude, but that's how far this bullshit culture has gone. You have people doing shit like that so they can get fucking views on the internet. Fuck them. Dude, that motherfucker should go to jail for 30 fucking years. I agree. 30 years. No parole. And they should make a poster and say, hey, you do this to this? Yeah. Dude, we got a cop in New York City fucking wait taking care of a woman who's sitting on the fucking ground and this guy walks behind him and starts just beating the shit Melee. out of the cop Melee. like for no reason dude i don't give a fuck what you think of cops if you do that shit you should go to prison for 30 fucking years i hope that he got the concrete massage bro I, I i'm sure he got some good customer service i would have oh, yeah. squished that kid's brains out his fucking nose that's racist that is fucking racist. <laughs> So happy Easter. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so let's for real switch gears here and talk about the good things that have come of this, because I do really think there's some amazing things that have come of this time. Um, none of which have to do with watching Netflix and sleeping in and all this shit that the self care people are trying to push down people's throat. So let's talk about maybe some of the perspectives that we all, you know, have had 
that we think are good? Because I've had a bunch. I, I you, a huge, I'll let you start, Sal. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, it's actually the positivities in all areas of my life. You know, it's made me extremely proud of, of our business, um, the characters who work inside our business, because you, you get to see a lot of people's characters in, in times of stress. Um, but our system that we've built, um, you know, it, it, it's made me feel good at all the hard work that we've put in over the last 10 years. And, and so that the, the professional side, I've seen a lot of great things come. It's taught me some new school uh, skills, zooming, and it's made me f- chase down some rabbit holes on how to better that side of our business. And, and I found some great solutions. Um, from a personal standpoint, it, you know, I touched on it earlier in the show, you know, just how, what is really truly important of things that I did not value before. You know, the teachers in my life, the support system that I'm fortunate to have, um, the, the people that I go to work with every day, seeing them, I miss seeing them, you know, and I look at that and it makes me really think there's a lot of gratitude that, that I need to have for my life because my life's very fast and I, and I, and I really don't look at those things on a daily basis and I should. And for me, you know, it's really, uh, personally, it's allowed me to, to kind of look at myself you know, and, and I don't look at myself often because I'm so busy worried about everybody else. That's, but that's, I love doing that. That's like my, I love helping people. I love being out there. Um, you know, and so it's maybe, ref, I got a lot of reflection time down in my gym, just, just thinking. Um, but I, you know, so from a positive standpoint, there's a lot of good that's come out of the situation. You know, a lot, there's a lot of stress and a lot of bullshit, you know, but I try to, I'm not a negative Nancy guy. Like I'm always like, Hey, where's the sunshine? And I always swim to the sunshine. I've always been that way. That's why I try to find a good in every situation. That shit so hits you, the fan, I try to look for the sunshine. So you would say it helped you get more personally centered. Yeah, I, I think there's a, a and even financially, right? Because it op- opened your eyes. Like, all right, it's a test. Like, how sound am I? What you, what's your personal? What, what are you? What you're are, fucking sound. Well, yeah. I know, but <laughs> but I mean, what what do you look like? Like, how's it? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, dude, yeah. you know your wife. My my wife's. You know, people don't know this, but my wife's extremely successful and she does a great yeah. thing. And you lose her fucking. You lose one income coming into your house. <clears throat> it hurts anybody. It looks yeah. Different. That's well, right. mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, like dude, the uncertainty is what's really fucking hard. Th- that's it. So I would say, you know, I try to find the positive, and even though in a shit storm, you know what. God is good. My life is fucking beautiful. I've been blessed with a lot of amazing people. I have an unbelievable story that when I sit back and reflect on it, it makes me extremely proud of all of the struggle that I've had and the decisions and everything that we've gone through. I look at it as I'm thankful, you know, I'm thankful for who I am. I'm thankful for the, the, the childhood I have, my parents, you know, us, we've, you know, we've had a lot of, we've done a lot of stupid shit in our lives, but we've done a lot of good things too, you know? We, dude, we've done a fucking, we've, we've, we've had a run. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say that. Well, Bo- it, on both sides. Yeah, and, yeah. No, I mean, I'm just saying like, if we really, if we really, for real, and everybody thinks this, right? Cause they're, it's their ego again. But if we for real had a movie about our lives from the time we were fucking kids to now, that motherfucker wins some kind of an award. For real, what I'd do, watch it. What do you? Yeah, you would. Yeah. What do you, what, what do you Dude, think, bro? I, I, you know, one of my, my my great mentors that I've had in my life, he told me something. He's like, you know, sometimes in life you're gonna have to eat a shit sandwich. Yeah. So now I take mine with extra fucking cheese. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta look forward. Like you gotta, you gotta look at the good opportunities, the good things that come from this. Like I I took this as a moment of reflection in my life where, hey, you know, I don't make the best money, right? I don't have fucking a mansion and shit. So I need to relook at how I think about money. Right. And, and make sure that I'm keeping myself in situations to be okay. My fiance just got furloughed today, starting today. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to change some stuff. 
Um, one of the things I'm more happy about is the fact that I'm gonna I'm coming out of this with a whole new appreciation just for life. Like I feel like as Americans, for sure, we take a lot of shit for granted. You know, going whether it's going to the movies or, or going to your favorite restaurant, we take a lot of stuff for granted. So I'm having this whole newfound appreciation for just the simple things. You know, whether it's going to the park or whatever it is. You know, um, and then lastly, dude, my my fiance. You know, for anybody out there that, that's complaining, like, oh. I don't have enough time to spend with my, my, my people that I love. Well, Merry fucking Christmas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got me 24 hours a day now, you know? <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I think it's awesome, dude. Like, like you said, dude, it's, it's all about looking at the positives. What can I pull from this? What can I get get better at? And I'm just trying to do that and keep saying and keep it moving. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, yeah. it's been awesome, actually. It hasn't been that bad for me. Yeah. Man, you know, um, I <sighs> so I kind of think of my life in three areas, right? Like basically, like business, uh, personal, and then my fitness. And in personal, I think of like my spirituality and all that. It goes in there. So like that's how I kind of look at my life. Just so you guys know, I kind of separate into three three areas. So I'm just gonna address it like that. Uh, business standpoint, dude, I think this has created one of the biggest opportunities that's ever existed for so many entrepreneurs, and. If they can just hang on and fight through this, uh, dude, this this is going to be an this is going to be the time when a lot of people look back and they say, "Fuck, dude, that's what made me. That made my company. It made me." And it's going to teach a lot of valuable lessons. You know, a lot of people, like you said, who are not as responsible financially because we had such a good economy for so long. You know, now now they realize, okay, well, I've got to make some changes. I should have at least a few months of money saved up. Sure. You know, so we're going to see some differences there. I think that's great because that's what we should have anyway. Um, And, you know, people will say, well, you can't do this on this much money. Yeah, you can. You got to live cheaper. That's how you do it. All right. Um, So I think that's a huge positive. Uh, I think, you know, I'm not going to talk about any of the negatives. I'm just talking only the positives. our business, I'm so fucking proud of our team. I mean, we have literally in every company that we're involved in and that I'm involved in, it, the teams are just fucking ridiculous. Like, it's absurd how good they are. And uh, and I'm not saying that to puff anybody's shit up. Like, like you said, you could tell a lot about the character of people in times of uncertainty and stress. And, dude, everybody here has stepped the fuck up. And that's amazing. That's cool to see. And, dude, like we've talked about and said maybe – a hundred times in the last month, I've never been more proud to be a part of what we have going on here. And literally in all the companies, um, the quality of the people is just next level. And I knew that ahead of time. Right. But like now I know it, know it. Uh, so like business, you know, I'm, I'm excited about the, the future of business. Um, I'm excited about that. Uh, Fitness wise, I've been on 75 hard. I literally started 75 hard 2020 on March 9th, which was my plan anyway, which is fucking crazy because like this shit started really happening that day. And dude, I've been in the best mental state that I've been in in literally years, even better than I was last year during 75 hard when I did it the first time. Um, and I, I really, I don't know if it's because I'm taking extra pride that everybody else is losing their fucking mind. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, take, you know, you take pride in that. Like, all right, while everybody else is flaking out, I'm fucking strong. I like that. Um, my, you know, I've, I'm in better shape at this weight than I've ever been in my life by a lot. Uh, 
You look I, good. Yeah, thanks, bro. That's just my gym lighting. You you look good. <laughs> it's, a fa- it's a false. Hey. It's a false ego. <laughs> you look good, brother. Hey, all right now. Oh, DJ's in the back of the boat. Andrew's in the front of the boat. You know what I'm saying? The big sexy chocolate man over there. There we go. So like, dude, we uh, you know, I I feel good. You know, uh. So fitness wise, it's all good. I love that. And I, when I say fitness, I mean mental fitness too. I mean, I'm in the best fucking spot mentally I could ever be. By the way, if I get suicide, if I commit suicide for anything, that, I just want to let everybody know. If for some reason suicide happens, yeah. I didn't fucking do it. Right. I'm in a good spot. <laughs> I swear. All right. So uh, those two areas, that's how I feel. Those are the good things. Um, the personal area. Uh, that's been really cool for me as well. I think, um, you know, with as much stress and anxiety as I've had, because a lot of my friends who are entrepreneurs, you know, they're, they're losing right now. And it's, it's hard because they're in that phase of business. That's, you know, 10 years behind where we are, where they're, you know, dude, they don't have fucking any resources. They don't have any capital. They don't have the relationships. And dude, some of these places are just like, you know, the restaurant guys, they're just fucking shut down. Like, you know, gyms shut down, you know, it's, it's, um, it's been a challenging time for me, uh, not for me, but to listen to them and try to work through their faults, um, uh, their difficulties that they're having. And so that's been hard, but I think rewarding because I'm helping a lot of people see how to, how to grow, right. How to pivot and how to develop new skills. And like I said, when this first started happening, you know, when these, when these times happen, our job is to adapt and then learn the new skills and then go to battle when this is over with those new skills. And I see a lot of guys doing that. And it's, that's really fucking cool. Uh, you know, personally, it has brought me closer to people that maybe I wasn't as close with before, uh, namely like your kids. Um, I think that's cool. Like, dude, cause it's Enzo sees me every day now, which he didn't before. Because, like, dude, I go months without seeing Enzo sometimes. Now he sees me every day because I'm at your house training every day. And, you know. It's awesome to see, dude. We're, yeah. all, we're all quarantined together. Like, that's what people don't understand. They're like, well, why are you at his house? Well, because we're an essential business, the way it works, we're kind of quarantined as a herd. We, we can work here and, and we obey the limits and then we go home and then come back here and that's it. No contact with other people. It stays in the circle. That's right. Yeah. So everybody in our circles in our circle. So I can go to his house and see his kids and shit. Yeah. But even our next, like our building next to us, like we don't see those people. Yeah, that's right. right. It's a different quarantine yeah, group. That's right. And when they're not allowed over here. And yeah. They're, they're in their own little herd over there. But, and I but, switch them through ABC group so they yeah. don't cross see anybody. But what's cool is, is uh, like, dude, like personally, it's been really cool you know, when I go over there in the morning and, and he's most of the time he's outside, at least when I'm leaving or when I'm getting there. And dude, he just gets so excited to see me. It's awesome. The girls are still like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. yeah. But Enzo's like, Uncle Andrew. And he, dude, he runs like he runs over to me as fast as he Good can. Good feeling, isn't it? It's pretty cool, dude. Um, so that's been a huge plus for me. Uh, you know, and then my relationship with God, you know, I, I think I've come to peace um, this has caused me to come to peace with a lot of things, uh, namely like my own mortality. Right. Cause like, dude, I have heart issues too. Like people don't, a lot of people don't know that. Um, I've had, I have to be very careful with what I'm exposed to and what I'm around and, and what I put in my body. And, um, you know, the fact that this was attacking people with those issues, that's made me be like, well, you know, and this was before I, when I was buying into all they were saying a hundred percent. 
um, you know, it's made me think like, well, fuck, dude, if you get this, you could get really sick, like real sick. And, and, and that's made me say, well, all right. And, and, you know, like when I was in 2011, I had uh, that when they first when I had like that that issue where they thought I had a tumor for a couple of weeks um, and it ended up being a cyst in my brain, pineal cyst. Uh, I thought I was going to die for two weeks. So what I, what happened was is just so you guys know the story is I, I was going through a very tough time personally with my depression. I didn't really know that that's what it was. And it was causing physical pain uh, in my head to where my neck and my head and my eyes couldn't open. And we went and got a CAT scan and they thought that this cyst was what was causing it, but they, they thought it was a tumor at first. Like I got misdiagnosed and, and I don't even know how the fuck they did this, but like for two weeks, dude, I didn't tell anybody. And I'm like, fuck dude, my life's over. Like, and nobody knew, like, think about that. Think if you knew in your heart, you got some news from your doctor, but you hadn't told nobody. Like it's fuck. It fucking sucked, dude. Yeah. I couldn't imagine that. And so when that, I can remember when that happened, how shitty I felt about what I had done in my life. Um, like I automatically had that regret that you don't want to have where I'm like, fuck, dude, this is all, this is all I'm going to stand for. Nobody's going to give a fuck about me, blah, blah, blah. Nobody's even going to care. Like I waste my whole life trying to grow the shitty ass because at the time, dude, we fucking weren't making any money at all. We, we, we sucked. And I'm like, dude, I waste my whole life trying to build this shitty business. I'm, I'm a fucking loser. I don't accomplish shit. I, you know, and I wasted my whole life. And I, you know, like all the shit that you're afraid of, like was real for me for a couple of weeks. And, uh, and then when I found out it was, was not a big deal, like, yeah, obviously I felt better, but like this, ha- this period has been the only time that I've had to literally, the only other time it's even been kind of close to that, where I've had to literally say like, well, dude, this, this could fuck you up, like for real. And how do you feel about that? And ask myself those questions. And I will tell you that the, the, the difference between how I felt then and how I feel now about my life is completely different. Like I felt so angry last time that I thought this, I thought that might be the end of my life. And this time I was like, well, dude, you know what? You've done some pretty significant things. You've helped a lot of people. You've served a lot of people. A lot of people are better off because of what you've done in the last however many years. And dude, it made me feel peace. Like I feel at peace. Peace is a com- is a comfortable yeah. place. And like, dude, I'm rarely a peace guy. Like I I've, I really kind of try to push that out because I feel like it leads to complacency. But the truth is, is I don't think that it does. I think you can have peace and still not fall into being complacent because I'm still as driven as I want to be. Like I'm still coming in every day like a fucking psycho trying to win. But it's just a different feeling now. It's not like. It's not like a, there's not anxiety behind it, if that makes sense. Or stress. consistency, not. Comp- yeah, basically, you know, and, and dude, I've, I've, that's, I think out of all the things I've learned, that's the most powerful thing I learned for myself was I don't have to be miserable to be fucking hungry. I don't mm. have to be angry to be hungry. I don't have to be, uh, you know, I, that's uh, deep, dude. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's been a cool, yeah, that's, that's awesome. been a cool realization because like, like you said, dude, I started asking myself, I'm like, why, why, why is this the hardest time? But it's like, I don't feel any stress. And I think that's for everybody out there, especially in the entrepreneur world. You know, this is a business podcast primarily. Um, well, it's business slash total shit talking yeah. slash total useless information slash making fun of each other slash inappropriate jokes. That's what we're dealing with. 
But, <laughs> you know, I think a lot of business owners who have, str- like, dude, you know, like, you know that pressure that we all feel, like me, you, and Jason and Chris, like, like the guys who actually have to feel the pressure. Yeah, like, um, those, I think this situation, it's almost like, like they gave us like a hundred pound weight to carry for a month and then you get to put the weight down and now you're like, oh, well, fuck, dude, this ain't really that bad. And so I am excited for that because I think a lot of people, I think this has been so stressful and so hard and so uncertain for people that whenever that certainty returns, which it will, no matter what Dr. Fuckface says on the internet, okay, <laughs> It will come back. People are going to shake hands. They're going to fucking hug. They're going to go to baseball games, and we're going to have America back. And when that happens, it's going to make people in general a lot happier because they're not carrying this uncertainty. And a lot of these people who, you know, think they're think they're depressed or think they have mental health issues in a normal, they're going to be miraculously cured. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they're like, holy fuck, dude. This is actually pretty good. And I would like on Easter to say, remember that. Remember this. Remember what's going on right now so that whenever we get in to the next however many years of normalcy, which are coming really soon, we don't take what happened here for granted and we forget and get back into our old routine. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's something that I think people should really try to hang on to and try to hang on to that because if you can hang on to that, you'll have so much gratitude for everything else that we had, you know, fucking six weeks ago and all this nonsense that they constantly try and pump into our ears and our eyes about, you know, these problems, maybe we'll realize they're not that big of a fucking deal. Right. And we can live happier and we can live healthier and we can live more fulfilled with less stress. That's what I'm going to do. I'm doing that. And it's, I can already feel it. I could feel it, you know, I could feel it inside me. So, um, you know, maybe today on Easter, you know, take a minute and think about what are the things that you, that you learned from this and how are they going to make you better in the future? Because the only way this isn't going to benefit us is if we don't remember the lessons that it taught us. And I think that's, you know, something that you guys today on Easter – you know, it's a very important day for a lot of the people listening. You know, I know it's not everybody, not everybody observes Easter, and that's fine, but we do. And uh, it, on this day, I think it's a, a good idea to do those reflections. Maybe just take five minutes, ten minutes, and think about it. So, yeah. Happy Easter. Yeah, happy, happy Easter, Easter, guys. Hey, guys, that's the show for us, man. We hope you have a great day. Uh, if you like the show, if you enjoyed the show, please share it. Um, we don't charge for the show. We don't run ads on the show. Um, we grow the show sp- exclusively off of your guys' uh, shares. So if you like the show, please share it. Please talk about it. Please put it out for us and help us grow the show. All right? Um, that's all we ask. So I hope you guys have a great day, uh, and we'll see you soon. Hey, told my teacher, don't